You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Look, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're okay, but in all honesty... That was like two weeks straight of messing with me, and it was. Who, uh, who made it through Alaska without getting eaten by a grizzly bear? Greg, this guy did. in this room, and who in turn, perhaps in a shocking display of karma, is the one that's sitting here, perhaps a little bit injured. Did you come back with no injury whatsoever? Ah, I got some scratches and bites, but nothing I can't I can't power through. I conquered Alaska, Sarah. It Damn is it. mine. I own it now. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Eckstone. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are greatly, greatly appreciative of you tuning into our show. We're live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts <sighs> can be found. And we're going to keep on keeping on as long as we can today, but it is toasty. Yes. Okay. Greg, I have to point it out. This is a record-setting day. It's going to be 106 degrees. Yes, it is. It is indeed. And we are recording this show from the studio here, and it is warm in here, so we'll let you guys, we'll let you guys know that. It's I'm hot. Just it, it is. It is. It is. No, hot. this is like no joke heat. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, with that, you know, I want to talk all about uh, all about going to Alaska, and, and I made a brand new special friend when I was up there too. I made I made a friend at the airport. Somebody who uh, I, I would like to share his wisdom with. Oh, basically. his. Well, basically the experience that we that I, I learned from him, the information I gathered. from Okay, him. I, I am excited to hear all the lessons um, that you've learned. And we have all of that, and we have a super secret guest that's going to be joining us. But maybe before we go too far. <laughs> Perhaps you should explain what it is that we're referencing here at the beginning oh, of the show. Oh, man. Sarah has a tale for you before, before any other Yes, because I want to hear all the Ala- like the exciting Alaska stories. But, um, yeah, I had a great weekend this weekend. I ended up going to Lake Billy Chinook with a bunch of friends. We do this thing called property camping for my friend Brenda's birthday every year. We're kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's uh, about four hours outside of Portland. And uh, it's very beautiful. And one of the things there is, you know, they they have property, so they have a couple sheds. Like there's the um, like the food shack. I can't remember it has a name. There's the whorehouse, which has the bunk beds in it, which is where I've stayed for the past this, few years. This is, it's named the whorehouse. It's, are there actual whores residing there? There are no whores residing in it. Okay. However, it does actually have um, like a saw blade that has emblazoned whorehouse on it above it. Like this is what um, Brenda's family has called this thing for years. So it's the whorehouse. So I went there this past week. I ended up getting there on Thursday night. And uh, as I have for the past few years, I sleep in the whorehouse uh, on the top bunk of the bunk bed. So there's a bunk bed in there. There are two bunk beds. There's a total of four beds in the whorehouse. And for the past, I don't know, four years or so, I've been able to successfully reside in there. No problems. However... First night, I get there. I ended up going to bed about 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, now, I should. would it be safe to say that you'd had a couple of beverages along the way? I'd had a couple beverages. I have to say, like, everybody had some beverages. But, I mean, I did, too. And uh, it was about 1 o'clock in the morning, and finally I was ready to head back to bed. I was finally ready to head to bed. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. And I had already claimed my bunk. I'm like, I'm going to go to my bunk and do the, th- the thing. I did notice this year that there were two mattresses on, t- on the top bunk instead of one. But I'm, but in my drunk mind, I'm like, that just looks like it's going to be more comfortable. I'm so lucky. La, la, la. Anyway, flash forward to me climbing onto the bunk bed. Not even two minutes later. I I rolled over because it's a very it's a twin bed so it's pretty small twin bed top bunk Twi- two mattresses on it yes and okay. and no railing uh, so I, I it was less than two minutes it was like a, a minute or two all of a sudden I feel myself airborne I 
smack my head really hard, and uh, I'm wait, laying wait, on the I'm ground. I'm confused. How did you get airborne? I, I rolled over. I rolled on my side, and I rolled right off the bed, and there's a dresser right there, a sharp wooden dresser. It's like one of those things that I, it's, I mean, it, it's pretty bad, but it could have been so much worse. I had to, like, get out of my own head to stop thinking about how it could have, how what could have. So anyway, so I'm on one side of the whorehouse. Our friend Tristan is sleeping, because it's a pretty big house, so he's sleeping on the other side. And I'm like, and uh, I touched my head, and it was wet. And I'm like, what is happening? I could see it in the dark. I could see it through the lights and the thing. I'm like, my head was, was bright red. I'm like, oh, no, no. And I'm like, Tristan, I'm like, I think something really bad just happened. And he's like, you're fine. You're drunk. Go back to bed. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure something bad happened. And he came over and like my entire side of my face was covered in blood. And he's like, oh, fuck. And thankfully, our friend Lily, who's a nurse, was there. So she ended up having to give me all these concussion tests. Lo and behold, I was okay. Uh, I am pretty scraped up on my head. I have three big scratches uh, on top of my ear. Uh, I have one on my neck that kind of looks like a hickey. And I also, uh, in my fall, proceeded to split my ear in half. All the way through, like where my second hole. What do you mean, all the way through? All the way through. Your, it is your ear lobe. My earlobe. My earlobe is super glued I mean, together you, right now. Okay, you need to figure out the wording on this because my that sounds. Either way, it's horrific. But it is. It's, it's pretty your gross. Ear lobe. My ear lobe. So basically, I uh, in the past I had my ears pierced. You know, three holes. So this, uh, the corner of the desk hit the second piercing of my ear. I didn't have an earring in it, but I think the pressure of hitting it just fell into some. And split oh, right God. in half. So my earlobe, I had to super glue it back together. Uh, I grossed out the children all weekend long. I was just like the monster. Basically, they'd look at me like, oh, God, that, they, they would just look at me and be like, you're gross. I'm like, I know. I don't know what to do. But uh, thank, it's, it's hopefully going to grow back together. <laughs> that's, that's. Have you I'm gone to for. seek actual medical treatment? No, I glued it back together, though. It should be okay. I mean, it seems it doesn't hurt. I mean, and what am I going to do? Like spend you know hundreds of bucks having them say like, "Yep, just try and keep it together," and here's hoping that it you know adheres. So there we have it. Well, so of course it was right. it was all ear puns all weekend long, making fun of Sarah and her three earlobes because that's how loving my friends are. <laughs> they are. It was great. They were, I was very happy. Oh my gosh. Whew. So that's my story. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're okay. The uh, the karma side of it perhaps did factor in a little bit. Yeah. All right, should we bring on a super secret? Yes, sure. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio. I didn't know who was going to intro me. Mr. Aaron Duran. Hello. Oh, it's that guy. He has yeah. the, the least amount of injuries. <laughs> huh? Well, you say that. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Try lobe. I know. Try a little bit a lot. Yeah, I do you want to see it? it? Do you want to see it? I, I know. I wanted to show it to you, but then I'm like, I'm going to make Aaron wait for it until yeah, we're on no, the air. No, I didn't know you would. Yeah, I saw you post so about falling. That's what it is. Right there. Oh, you took a little chunk out of it. No, it's that's just the space. Is that just the space? <laughs> yeah, that's Man. the space. Well, so I, I mean, superglue is not the worst idea. Well, it's the new skin stuff. It's like the brush-on, oh. like bandage stuff. That is, that is what superglue originally was in, uh, was intended to do. I've to heard that wounds. before. Huh? Yeah. To seal like uh, wounds, like out in the field or something yep. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out in the wilderness when you're an idiot that falls off a bunk bed drunk. Hey, you're lucky I wasn't around. Mm-hmm. I'd have just cauterized it and told you to go back to bed. Yeah, that would have been your next step. Stop the bleeding. I know. I was surrounded by things that actually could hurt me, but instead you hurt yourself. I did. That's I just. Uh, uh, I've, I've repaired many a head wounds. I had yeah. the ones with ever cl- ever clear toilet paper and tape. 
Oh, really? Uh-huh. Not my own, but the other Aaron. He split his head open in our bathroom once. Oh, man. Same thing. Like, he didn't scream. I mean, he was really drunk. But he didn't, like, scream out or anything. Um, it was This is a New Year's Eve Was party. it just, like, the quiet approach? Like, it something like, okay, bad? So it was New Year's Eve, this last past New Year's Eve. And uh, we're all over at Dan, Captain Redgoat's house. Everyone's drinking, having a good time. And he'd had... Aaron Prime had a bit much to drink, so we take... Keenan and I take him back to my place. Mm-hmm. And, like, we text his wife, Diana. Hey, we've got him. He's not going anywhere tonight. <laughs> he's going to stay. He's going to crash my couch. It's all good. So we bring him in, and uh, he's, you know, stumbling. Key and I are both, hey, you know, Prime, you, you can be all right? You know, you need any help? No, no, I'm just going to go to the bathroom, and I'll be okay. Okay, so I get the couch ready for him. Like, I take blanket, get sheets and the pillow, get it all so it's nice and comfy for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hear, like, a big <sighs> in the bathroom. And Keelan says, we call him Prime Primo. Primo, you, you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Okay few more seconds go by and then from the bathroom we start to hear uh oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes it's one of those delayed things like uh 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 oh better come in here so Keelan opens the door he comes back out he's like yeah Aaron I'm gonna need some help with this same thing he's because you guys have seen our bathroom he's sitting on the bathtub he's just sitting on the edge hand over his scalp Mm -hmm. it's just dripping blood there's blood all over the floor and he's just looking at us like oops (laughs) (laughs) We think he got up too fast, smacked his head on the wall, and just bounced back and hit our shower door. And, but I was out of rubbing alcohol and like that, but I had a bottle of Everclear from making up. Oh, uh, yeah. That works. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, I was like, Prime, this is going to hurt. He's like, I don't care. Do it. I'm numb anyway. <laughs> so we cleaned him off with Everclear and then wrapped a whole bunch of toilet paper into wads and then took like tape. <laughs> and just put it on and there. Patched, and just patched it uh-huh. over the cut. So that was like me with a dish towel. Yeah, like at the end said, it was just soaked. And then I, I know some of the concussion tests, so we ran them really quick. Yeah, I was like, well, he seemed fine. He's like, should I lie down? Yeah, you can lie down. You're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Lily had to come and check on me like every 20 minutes to half hour and then like give me the questions like, what's your name? Where are you from? How old are you? What year is this? Right. What month is this? Like all those. And so like she would wake me up every 20 to 30 minutes because they were still up and just ask the she's, and she'd be like, Sarah, if you don't answer these questions immediately, that means that you have a concussion. I'm taking you to the hospital right now. Do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, I don't want to go to the hospital. <laughs> she's like, what's your name? Sarah. <laughs> what month is it? August. Yeah. 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 I did that for a little bit for like the first like 40 minutes and finally I was like, all right, I'm gonna let you go to sleep. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just embarrassing more than anything else, and it, and painful. It does not feel awesome. Well, you're really lucky. I know, I yeah. know. And I sat there for a minute, and I started going down the dark path of uh, different angles I could have, like all of the, mm-hmm. and was like, nope, gotta like, I'm, like I was talking to somebody, and there's I'm just like, someone get me out of my head. I'm like, I'm freaking out. Get me out of my head. Yeah. And they're just like, you know what? There are probably you know ten or fifteen things every day that almost could have happened to you. Yeah. That didn't. And that's true. And it's just like that's what life is. I'm like, oh, all right. You almost did it in your own bathroom once. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're when really I hard on your head. I am. Not as bad as Greg, though, but his was like in his youth. Oh, no, I did it all when I was young. Mm. Yeah. I don't no, know. I, got, I could have been the next Einstein. I don't know. He's got armor plating on the scar <laughs> tissue. No, that's not <laughs> true. I, well, four times in the back of the head and once in the front. Stitches. I, I, I did some good damage. We could have stapled your earlobe. That would have worked. I know. I, don't, I actually thought about that. Just <laughs> No, because my friend Ryan, who, who was there, who was really tough, he's like, you're, because he was cleaning out, and he's like, oh, man, that's, that's really bad. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, I guess, thank you, I don't know. But yeah, uh, someone's asking if I got back on the top bunk. Nope, and that bunk bed stayed empty for the entire four days I was there. Yeah. Nobody wanted to go on that bunk. Is there yeah. any, uh, any residual Dylan on the, uh, the dresser? There was some blood on the dresser. Yeah. Yeah. 
and the and the rag that well, was that's appropriate for a whorehouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <you know. laughs> and the, the rag that began. they held on my head was like a white rag, and it was uh, slung over one of the uh, the poles in the cabin for everyone to see the entire weekend. Yeah, yeah it was like gross. President Lincoln. Mm-hmm. It was pretty gross. But I want to know about Greg and his new friend that he made. Let's get away from the the gross ear stuff. All right, all right. Well, yeah. yes. So while Sarah was doing that, <laughs> was over working through a concussion, working through all those things. Uh, I. Went up to Alaska, and that's where I've been for like the last four days. I will say this right now: I'm on like two hours of airplane sleep, and that's about it. That's about it. maybe like an hourish nap that I got earlier today. But uh, otherwise, I flew straight through last night. I went straight from the bar in Anchorage to the airport, and then flew here. <laughs> that's and, what you do. And now I'm here. And uh, but it was it was awesome. So first off, I will say this: like I've got a lot of stories that probably I'll break them up over the over the week. But uh, number one, yes, I was not eaten by a bear. I think as we can clearly see, which means I conquered the bears. I'm looking at him. He the seems like he's terrified. mostly in one piece. Yeah. The bears were clearly terrified of me, and they had every reason to be so. So I I think uh, I think I kind of went out on that for everybody who has been fucking with me over the last two weeks I'm, about about getting eaten. I'm glad you said you were tired because you didn't sleep much on the plane because. The way you look like now, I just thought you were tired from being worked over from being a forest wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no Sasquatches either this time. Oh, I'm so it. surprised you didn't see a Sasquatch. I wanted to see a My Sasquatch. My mind is blown. I actually, I wanted to see a bear too, but we didn't end up seeing one. We were we were close to them. They were nearby, for sure. We saw the evidence, but uh, but no, I did not see see one. Um, Fuck it, I'll, sk- I'll skip ahead and, and I will say this, just because it references the grizzly bear stuff last week. Okay. You know how you were telling me about the attacks? In, yeah, all the, in Anchorage. Yeah. That is exactly where we went <laughs> on our hike. We hiked six miles into this lake and then six miles back out. And I re-looked after we did it. I was that's like, the path that the know, woman was mauled on or the guy? Uh, by Eagle River. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the woman. Yeah. Highland Drive. That just happened, too. That just happened like two a uh, week, week and a half ago. That's the one that the two cubs were in front of her and then she got knocked behind her because well, she her, got in between her and the mama. There's the guy, too. That happened oh. with the guy. That oh, yeah. Same there. trail, huh? Uh, yeah, right over there. So, yeah, that's... The, where the guy got mauled, that's exactly where I was. Nice. Yeah. So, but anyway, made it. Uh, I'll talk about In that In what way, time. when you're doing that, does that seem like it's a good decision at all? Weren't you saying that, like, now after you've left, like, Nate and Gavin are going to go down to the river where, like, there's a lot of bear activity, but they want to get some fish. Yeah, my buddy's Nate and Gavin. What the fuck going- fish is worth that much? Like, <laughs> oh, I might get mauled to death, but got to get those fish. That's where they'll be. Uh, it's salmon season, though, Yeah, it's right? salmon season. That's why they're King up there. salmon running. Uh, silvers. Silvers yeah, right now. Fish. Yep, they're up there getting those, and then, um, yep, they'll be right by the bears. But I won't be there. Um, so anyway... We'll start off with the whole trip because I've talked about this many times, how much I love flying at the airport and, and all that. And then you have always made me feel self-conscious when I talk about getting my favorite magazine, which happens to be, well, it's not my favorite magazine, but I always have to have a magazine. It's like my ritual. My ritual of it's going to It's pretty much your favorite magazine. No, it's not my favorite when magazine. Do, National well, I know Geographic's National Geographic is, but you have a subscription, but you go out and actively purchase Maxim, right? I can, uh, on occasion, I have purchased a Maxim on a plane ride, but it's not because of the pictures, it's because of the articles, because I really think it's really good articles. But it's usually between Maxim Popular Science and sometimes Popular Mechanics. Yeah. But yeah, but popular science. It's always Maxim, Maxim always wins. No, it doesn't. No, no, and it didn't this time. No, I think that. Did you get Maxim and Popular Science? No, I only get one magazine. That's my thing. I get one magazine for the plane ride. Why don't you get like Wired or something? Mm, it's got good articles. Yeah, it does. But I like I like well, I either like the Maxim stuff or I like the space stuff usually in popular oh. science. I like Maxim. I like boobs or I like space. And that is all that I like. <laughs> that is, that's fair. If they had a I bought the guy for liking that. Yeah, if they had Bigfoot Monthly, you know, maybe I'd be go into that too. But <gasps> Why don't you try that, to look for copies of uh, 40 and Times? 
They don't have that there. Yeah, that's true. never going to be there. But here's the one thing I did notice they have there. All right. Maybe it's buying Maxims a little bit borderline for public uh, consumption on an airplane, and it might look a little bit creepy. Did you know they sell Playboy and Penthouse at the airport? Yeah. At the Portland airport. Yeah. Who the hell buys that? Creepy people? Who is... I have never seen anyone... And it should be noted, Playboy actually has really well-written articles. Yeah, they do. I know this because our friend Kelsey, who I traveled with before, she picked up the... uh, Because they also have not only the actual Playboy, they have Playboy the Articles. Available at the airport as well, and yeah. so she was reading the article Playboy. Not like honestly, she's like, I really am reading it for the articles. Even though you were you looking behind the black plastic bag? No, I didn't. I didn't oh. do that. But no, oh. they had the full on. Greg soiling them. No, they had the cardboard. Yeah. You know, that's like laying, <laughs> up, laying in front of it, so you can just see it. All right, fine. Maybe Playboy Penthouse is pretty. Penthouse is pretty gnarly, remember, isn't it? It's pushing it. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly stuff. Isn't it yeah. like Playboy Penthouse Hustler? Yeah, Hustlers like yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm saying like from so yeah. I think Hustler has full on penetration now. Yeah, the they're like like swank. Yeah. Swank or all those ones, um, but yeah. I thought Swank was just a courage song. Yeah, well, that's what it's mm-hmm. about. Uh, but anyway, I saw that. <laughs> I did not purchase that, so I feel like I am okay buying Maxim at the airport, even though I didn't this time. Maxim actually feels sleazier than Playboy. For some Why? reason, it does because it seems like you're trying have to you, hide something. Have you ever actually read? That's though? what I was saying. That it was like secret Playboy, like yeah, because it's because like I'm not bold enough to get actual Playboy, but you know I want to look at tits. I know I want to look at tits. This is what Maxim is saying the, about I me. I think here's the difference. Playboy read like adults read Playboy like men <laughs> and adult women read Playboy. Yeah, bros read Maxim New, like college guys yeah. or Maxim That's guys. Like, maybe she'll show her tits one day. When's I, the last time you guys read a Playboy? Like in all honesty, I don't know, but I'd probably read a Playboy over a Maxim. Yeah. You you would walk through the airport with a Playboy instead of a Maxim. I would feel better with a Playboy than a Maxim. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be the single guy sitting there at the airport. By yourself, I assume you're flying by yourself with like children all around, and you're going to buy a Playboy. You know what? At least Playboy doesn't try to dress itself up and pretend to be something it's not. You know what? No, but I'm Maxim about is a titty mag with a with like fine. slightly more material. But the question here is public consumption rather than than in your you know outside of that. Well, I don't like fan any magazine I own open anyway. And if I'm on a plane and I'm reading a Playboy, yeah, I'd probably be more careful about who's around me. Because I'm not going to go to the center. For, oh, yeah. I mean, you're not going to look at yeah at all the the stuff with if you're like sitting next to a child. <sighs> all right. Well, I got popular science, so I hope hopefully that nerd. Yeah. Let's well, see. That one's that one's okay. Um, all right. But then uh, you know from there, so I took a flight from Portland to Seattle because that's usually how you have to get to Anchorage. I, I got a direct flight back, but to get there, pretty much everything goes through Seattle for all of Alaska. Mm. And so I got there to the airport. It's probably like 8, 9 o'clock, and it's like a four-hour flight from there, so I'm starving. So, of course, I go you know, to try to find whatever food I can, and I always get stuck in the same, I guess it's the Alaska Airlines uh, terminal at SeaTac Airport. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, since you fly it. That one sucks. I hate that. I hate that I can't section. even remember the last time I went to SeaTac. Have they updated it, or is it just kind of... Well, the where the Alaska terminal is, you have like two options. They, they do have two bars, which is more than some airports, but they both suck, and then there's Burger King. And so that's your only choice. Oh, I like yeah. the bar... You either have to eat a $25 meal, or you get a an $8 burger from Burger right. King. Oh, see, I fly United a lot, and I like the bar that they have on the Portland side. Because oh, there's yeah. like this one, yeah, it's like just this old-timey like themed bar. I'm like, I always hope for that terminal. Yeah. Because it's very important what terminal you get if you're killing time in an airport. Yeah. It is. And see, and I had like an hour and a half because my plane was, I got there and my plane was delayed, which always makes me a little bit, it, you know, it happens. It happens, but it was first pushed back like 15 minutes. 
then 30 minutes, and then it was like 45 minutes from when it was supposed to be yeah. originally flying out. So um, so anyway, I got some food, I, and then I decided to go sit down at the bar. I'm like, well, I got time to kill. I'm on vacation. I'm going to go have me a beer at uh, some, it's like some Seahawks-themed bar there. Right. Yeah, go Hawks. Yeah. The 12th yeah. brew. See, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Seahawks, and then they were showing like baseball, and um, you know there, was, there, was, uh, there were two seats up at the bar, and I prefer to sit up, up at the bar if I'm there by myself. And so I'm sitting there, and to the left of me is this one guy just going off for forever about baseball. I can tell that these two guys had just met, and the guy directly to my left was left in, less interested. Oh, because see, that's the kind of thing when you're trying to make an airport friend, because the, uh-huh. there's the initial like talking, and you have to fill yourselves out for good like 15 minutes to see if it's going to continue or if you're going to part ways. Right. Like, yeah. You have to like assess each other and be like, can we have a conversation? Well, so were see, they kind of phasing each other out a little bit? No, no. The one guy clearly was not interested in baseball. The other guy was a hardcore, and I know this because I just overheard him, hardcore Oakland Athletics fan. Let me tell you about the trade the Oakland A's just made. Man, well, they sent him to Boston, but then this, this guy's just going off and naming random players on the Oakland Oakland A's, and I felt so bad for the guy next to me because dude would not stop. Yeah. But this guy wasn't rude enough to like get up and walk away. He just kind of sat there and took it. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, baseball, man. Base- <laughs> baseball. Baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was going on. And I, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, ah, well, at least I don't have to deal with that. I guess it's kind of amusing. Nothing happening here. Oh, wait, there's a seat to my right. All of a sudden, I turn back over, and there's someone sitting there. Uh-oh. Now, this gentleman saddles up, and... Um, He's already got a whiskey or a scotch or something like that. So he got, it, he got it got down at the, the end of the other bar. And uh, I noticed he's like, he instantly it doesn't do the normal thing where you like kind of look straight ahead, you know, maybe do a little acknowledgement of somebody sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. Nope. He is sitting there and just full on staring at me. So, so it was awkward enough to where, like, I mean, you know, I'm I'm nice. I, I I'll talk to people, but uh, I look over. Wow, well, like, Greg's such a giver, isn't he? No, but I mean, sometimes sometimes I'll I'd rather be by myself. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll share. I'll, I'll look at them with my eyeballs for a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll I'll engage in conversation. You know, people at a, at at uh, you know on on flights and stuff like that. But this guy is just sitting here staring at me, and so so I look over at him. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Does he know me? And I made a real quick assessment that I've never met this guy before in my life. I was quite sure of that. So I just kind of did the nod, and he's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and when he opened his mouth, this is part of what my Facebook post was where I was discussing this. Um, I instantly found out uh, he, he did not have any front teeth, which, you know, wow. that happens to some people, sure. I suppose. Um, and uh, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm doing well. He's like, my name's Brian. What's your name? <laughs> like... And this is, I kid you not, how this was going. And so I'm sitting here in my head instantly. I'm thinking, well, here's some show material, whatever's going to happen <laughs> next. And uh, I'm like, oh, my, my, name, my name's Greg. Good to meet you. He's like, all right. Well, no, I'm in. I am. Uh, I'm going to apologize. I've had a couple drinks already. I'm getting drunk. I'm like, fuck. All right. Go, go, go for it, man. More power to you. <laughs> and I'm not asking any questions of this guy at this point because I'm just like, uh, I'm just going to let this go. And um, he proceeded to tell me that he worked at a men's camp. Like now, a I don't prison know. camp? I don't know if it was a prison camp or what kind of a camp it was, because I, I tried to ascertain this, because I figured this was a really important detail, and I couldn't ever really get it out of him. But he goes to this, uh, some kind of a men's camp where he works for like 30 days at a time, and then he goes back to Spokane, where he's, where he's from. That's another thing I found out from. He's from Spokane. All right. 
and uh, and so I don't know exactly what kind of camp it is, but it's uh, something where he does like like four weeks on, two weeks off, four weeks on, something like that. Mm-hmm. And because of that, when he's on, he is uh, he he can't drink, and so that's why he's there getting drunk. So hey, I hope you don't mind. And so proceeded to once again explain why he's getting drunk. I'm like, oh, well, that's that's fine. Whatever you, whatever works for you, buddy. He's like, yeah, well, you know what? My uh, my wife, she's not going to like it very much. She's going to pick me up at Spokane when I get there because I told her I was going to drive and I'm not going to do it. I'm drinking. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, good for him. Like, all right. Well, yeah, it sounds like your wife's going to be mad. And then he, he proceeds to say, you know, you don't see a woman for 30 days. Man, I tell you what, every woman in this airport is looking real good. And he's saying this. Is <laughs> he really loud? Yeah. Oh, Can yeah. Can people hear him? He was loud and drunk. Yeah, because the guy to my left was, I could tell he was trying to listen in with that, but he was sandwiched with baseball. Was dude. he like doing the laugh where like he's kind of responding mm-hmm. to what he's saying, but he's not making eye contact? He's like, you're in this alone, buddy. I'm not going to help you. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody was going to be helping me out on this thing. So I was like... So I'm talking to the guy, and he's like, so "What do you do? Where, where are you from?" I'm like, uh, "From Portland." He's like, "Well, where are you going? Where, where are you going?" And I told him, I "Told him Alaska." He's like, "Oh, where are you going to fish up there?" I'm like, "No, I'm going to go backpacking and and you know hiking. Probably not going to do any fishing. Won't be up there very long." And he gives me this look, like I'm the looking at me as though. I am the craziest, most idiotic person he's ever met in my life. Like, what the fuck? Like, one of those looks. He's like, you're from Portland. You know you don't have to go to Alaska to go camping. He's not wrong, you know. <laughs> and he's not wrong. He's, he's not wrong. But wow, I like how... What was his name again? Brian. Brian. Yep. I like a how, wise man. Brian is a wise man. Brian, I like how... A, Brian speaks logic. Brian yeah, he does. Brian has no filter. Drunk logic. It is, it is his own drunk logic. And I'm like, well... You got a you got a point on that, yeah, that's true. But you know, my buddies are up there, and I'm just going to go up there. That wasn't good enough for him. That wasn't a good enough explanation. To just be like, move on from the conversation. He's like, no, 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 no. There's camping here. There's camping here. Oh my God, he's still okay. not wrong. He's still not wrong. But it's like it's one of those things. Well, we'll have to. You should have told me you're going to go bear hunting. I should have said something like that. I should have. We got a bear license. I, I <laughs> probably should have said something along those lines. So we get past that, and he's, he's like, "All right, fine. Well, what do you do in What do you do in Portland?" And oh God, please tell me you tried to explain internet radio to Brian. I tried to actually explain it. Like sometimes when those kind of situations come, I'll just come up with I'll I'll just say like marketing because I don't have to. Then I don't have to explain it. But no, I was like, "All right, I'll I'll tell this guy what I do." And so I explained, <laughs> I explained what. That what Fun Employment Radio was, and explain how I, you know, used to used to work in terrestrial radio. Now it's on the internet and all this stuff. And the look on his face of he's sitting there staring at me, and he is listening to me, but his eyes just slowly glaze over when I start explaining. He doesn't get it. Yeah, he has no idea what it is. No idea what I've just told him. And um, yeah, the like when I do the speakers analogy, that's worked for me like fifty percent of the time. Because sometimes people are like, okay, or they'll be like, okay, I get it. Like you don't get it. But yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't know any other way to explain yeah. it to you. So right. this is just the way it's gonna be. No, I ex- and he, he asked like a couple of questions, trying to understand. Clearly, was not working. You know, I as I put on my Facebook post, like I could have told my dancing fairy boots on the moon, and I would have got the same response from him. <laughs> That's about how the look of confusion that he had, and. So I dance in fairy boots on the moon. If I had said that, it would have been just as much. Yeah. That's not magical. Maybe they're yeah. cooler. Yeah, yeah right? it could be. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <sighs> so I tell him that, and he's like, "Well, I mean, you must, you must have to be good with people." I'm like, well, 
I guess, yeah. It's like I, yeah, and that social stuff. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I guess so. I guess I have to, yeah, do a little bit of the social stuff. Yeah, I don't like that. I go out to the camp for thirty days, then I take time off and go back and smoke can. Like, well, you already told me this part, but he's he's just repeating himself. But that's his point. life, Greg. It yeah. is. He's not. He wants to tell you about his life. But here's the thing, though. I think once I told him what I did, and and I told him that I really enjoy it, I think that kind of ticked him off. A little bit. That oh, I, he was happy that, or he was unhappy that you were happy. Unhappy that I was happy, and so he's like, "What do you, you found happiness not inside of a men's camp?" Right, exactly. <laughs> no, that's, so it exists. I'm, I'm like, no, I really enjoy my work. He's, he's like, oh, oh, "What, what kind of car do you drive?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> he wow. was going for this, and so I told him, "I'm like, I, I've got, a, I've got an old Ranger. I mean, whatever. That's what I drive. It's." Oh, you should have lied. Suits me just you fine. Made really expensive. I yeah, should've. you should have. I should have. Just to piss him off more. The thing is, he was going along with this, so I, there wasn't much I had to do for him to be mad. He was already mad. That was, he was mad that I was happy. And so, so I told him that. He's like, oh, yeah? Well, I drive a Duraslam. What's that tell you about yourself? What's a Duraslam? I didn't know either. I, okay. had, to, I had to look up. It's a big, fancy, expensive truck. It's okay. a more expensive truck than what I drive. A Duraslam? I don't think a I've Dura ever... A Duraslam? It's Dura- like a Chevy... I, I actually had to look it up afterwards. Okay, um, it is a legitimate truck. It's like a it's a big fancy, overpriced, some modified. Yeah, it's some giant kind of truck. Dura, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Dura Slam. That's all right. So basically, he, what he was t- telling you is that his truck was better and bigger it and was. better than yours. And he wanted me to think about it. And maybe Dura Slam is probably the wrong word. Whatever it is, a big fancy expensive truck. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but what is th- his key thing was? What's that tell you about yourself? So he was trying to imply that, A, I think that I'm not, I shouldn't be happy because I don't make enough money to buy a, his fancy truck. Mm-hmm. And B, what's that tell me about myself? Because I got a smaller truck than he does. Oh, is he like, is that a dick euphemism? Yeah, I think it was a dick mm-hmm. euphemism. Okay. Like the way he did the like, little goes smile. the other way around, actually. Yeah, it does. The- but except for those kind of guys don't get that, though. Right. Necessarily. Um, yeah, dirt slam was probably the wrong word. Again, I'm not a car person, and I don't Ooh. care. Uh, so, so Brian, <laughs> Brian tells me all this, and then finally Brian's like, "You know what, man? I gotta go to the bathroom. You watch my bag for me. I know we don't know each other much yet, but I, but I trust you." <laughs> wow, you earned Brian's trust that quickly. I bag. earned his trust. Yeah, yeah, to watch his bag while he goes to the oh, bathroom. Bag. Yeah, his bag. Oh, did you think he said back? Back, back. What the no, fuck? Yeah. What is Brian going to do? I don't I know. Need to watch it. It's just the SeaTac Airport, man. Right. And so I. Oh, it's uh, being pointed out. John is saying, "Too bad you weren't wearing your Cobra shell, your Shelby Cobra shirt." Oh God! If I had been, that would have been a nightmare. That <laughs> well, would have been a nightmare. Drive one of these, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is my one. rig. Yep. <laughs> and so, so he gets up and he leaves his bag there and he goes off to the bathroom and I. Where he was gone probably 15 minutes to where I'm sitting there I'm finishing my beer I'm getting done with this and I'm ready to go over to my flight I'm like whoa where the fuck did Brian go and what's in his bag that he just left right here with me and just as I was getting ready to try to figure it out and leave it with the bartender he showed back up took it picked it up didn't say a word to me and just walked off what walked off did not say goodbye not say nice talking to you I mean I don't care but it was just so bizarre that he just came back grabbed it and left Huh. And that was my experience with Brian. Yeah. Duramax. That's what I was looking for. Okay. This is why I'm terrible with trucks. Duramax. Duramax. That's the kind of truck that he had. What's that tell you about yourself? Wow, Brian. Brian. So that was Brian from Spokane. 
That's pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah he mm. seems magical. He was he was pretty amazing. Oh. Redneck fairy. <laughs> he kind of was. <laughs> Maybe he's wearing Greg's fairy boots yep. on the moon. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I hung, hung out with... I got real radio in my Duramax. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was uh, that was the time that was the time with Brian, and that was that's before I even got on the plane. To go that to almost Alaska. it almost sounds like it hurt your feelings a little bit. Well, no, I mean, there's you and Brian had kind of like you know had some bonding moments. No, I mean, he kind of pissed me off a little bit, but but at the same time, it was his amusing his the amusement factor was so much higher than me to ever be offended by something he was saying. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to be offended by anybody named by anybody you know by Brian from yeah. again with no teeth. Yeah, he works at a men's camp. Who's getting drunk? Now, was he actually? Well, I mean, he had to have had a ticket because you can't get into airport bars yeah, basically anymore. You have no, to be yeah, a ticketed he, passenger. Yeah, he. So I, he wasn't just like hanging out at the airport between like shifts at the man camp. No, I believe he actually <laughs> was flying to Spokane. Okay, I believe he actually was. I, I have no reason to think he wasn't. Uh, but then from there, you know, then I went and uh, and got on the plane, and you can tell like people who are. And this isn't to rip on all Alaskans, but people who kind of go up there in the summer sometimes, it's a lot of hunters, a lot of fishermen, but a lot of, um, which is great. I mean, all that stuff's awesome. But you also get a good factor of, of douche within that crowd. Okay. Like the kind of guy walking around the airport with a cigarette in his mouth, even though he can't smoke it in there because he thinks it looks cool. Oh, okay. He's got, the dang- he's got the dangler a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That make a point to, to talk about how many guns they're bringing on the plane. It's like, well... Yeah, that's fine, dude. You're allowed to, but I mean, really, we don't. I, I you're you not pressing anybody. Break, you check them. You have to. Okay, check I was them. gonna say I yeah. don't. I don't want to sound stupid. All right. No, they're they're checked through, but they're still. You know, they're on the plane mm-hmm. and they're talking about yeah, bring them up there. So you get you get a little bit of the douche crap, but we did. Um, so I got on the plane, and it was another one of those situations where you you roll out onto the tarmac, and I've only rarely had this happen, maybe once, but you're getting ready to fly. We're already an hour late, an hour plus late from when we were supposed to take off, and they we're sitting there on the tarmac forever, and finally the captain, yeah, so we've got a little bit of a problem with the generator. It's not working, and we don't no, know. No, you're not even doing the captain. I said do the... Yeah, we've got a problem with the generator. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome aboard the Oscar Airlines fly. We're going to be... Uh, transitioning back to the terminal where we're going to have... All right, it's too hard to understand you. Yeah. So they, they basically, some kind of generator unit, which sounds important, uh, was not working. And so they brought it back. They made us go all Whoa, the way back Whoa, a generator in. in the plane? In the plane. Yes, in the plane. I think pretty much anything in the plane is probably important. I kind of yeah. assume so, too. I kind of assumed At that so point, too. I wouldn't be annoyed. I'd be like, thank you for catching that before we got to, like, well, too far. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. But here's the other thing, though. So we get back there. <laughs> I guess so. But I felt inconvenienced, even though you know, there are parts of the plane not functioning. Oh, I was right. very inconvenienced. But, oh, wow. But the fact is, it's this, though. This is where I don't know what to think about this. Because, yeah, there is that aspect of, yes, maybe they, they're saving us. They figured out the problem. Good, good thing they did it now before we take off. Although, couldn't they have figured that out before we... Went all the way over to the tarmac. But uh, we get back there, and he's like, all right, we're going to have one of our engineer guys come on here, and he's going to take a look at it and see if we can get it working. And then we wait another half hour, and all of a sudden he's like, all right, uh, looks like we're good. And then we we back back out. What the hell went wrong that was that massive that we shouldn't fly and that can be fixed in 30 minutes by some dude showing up over there at the plane? And I'm wondering, did they actually fix it? or No. Probably yeah. not. Or they just say yeah, that. Either, it might have been a wiring thing. The engineer might have fixed it, or the engineer might have said, it's a redundancy. You can fly. 
Yeah. That's what scares me about a lot of the older planes, because it feels like a lot of the airlines just will fly the planes until they crash. Or like well, something bad that, happens to uh, them. Don't like, think about the fact that they run the numbers and determine that it is cheaper to pay out all the lawsuits than do a system-wide fix of all the planes. Fuck that. And you wonder why I'm terrified. Jesus. I yeah, know, I've read something like no, that before. No, I've known people that have worked in safety for airlines. And they do. They run the numbers. They find out there's a flaw on a, a whole swath of some of their airlines. They will then run the numbers if it is cheaper to just pay out, chance it that it may never happen, pay out if it happens once, then do a system-wide fixing of all those planes. Wow. This is so unnerving. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Well, that's Southwest just got busted for it. Really? That's right. Yeah, they did. Like they got fined. Three weeks ago, the FAA caught them. They haven't been fixing their, like, their whatever plane, this entire line. And they found an internal memo that said it was so expensive that they were just going to chance it. And the FFA busted them for it. They got fined like $90 million, and they have to fix everything. Wow. I don't like this. Cut to the Southwest ad like one story down on Facebook. It's forty nine ninety nine. Fly anywhere. Okay. Thanks. Oh, that's why it can be so cheap. Yeah. Okay. There were two plane crashes while I was in Alaska, too. But they were the, the, oh, those, like those the jumpers. Those are the planes. Those mm-hmm. are the little yeah. jumpers. Those yep. crash. They lose like what? Like five a year? It's, the, they the lose a lot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you were there for five days and there were two that were gone? Yeah. Well, they're the crashed. little puddle jumpers, though. They're yeah, because they're everywhere, aren't they? The That's, pilots. I mean, the thing with Alaska is you can drive to a lot, but the majority of the state you cannot drive to. Mm. You can only get there by either a float plane Any or... Any area like that. Same. There's a whole areas of Australia because just all the bush pilots. I mean, because it's... It's not heavily regulated. Yeah. And they kind of look at it. Yeah, it'll fly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's hoping. Yeah. Or the weather smacks you up or, yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, well, so, like, this is all, like, you haven't even been to Alaska yet, so you finally... Right, this was just before all that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, once I, once I got up there, it was uh, it was fantastic. Went to Darwin's Theory, which is a bar in downtown Anchorage. Is that the one that you have the sweatshirt for that everyone always stops you? No, that's that's the one from Homer, Alaska. Okay, that's from the Salty Dog. Okay, so that one's that's kind of a famous logo. Like I don't think they've changed that forever and ever. So every time you see somebody with a Salty Dog sweatshirt, it's like, hey, yeah, it's like you guys are part of some special uh-huh. Alaska Give them club. A nod, like, yeah, I have, I have the black one. I got the green one. Okay, hmm. cool. And then, uh, but Darwin's theory, <laughs> it's Alaska stuff. And then Darwin's theory is uh, is in downtown Anchorage, and it's kind of like it's the dive bar. It's the Portland dive bar of Anchorage. Okay. I mean, it's very much an Alaskan thing, but it it would fit in in Portland as well. That kind of a bar. Is there just the one? Is that the only place that, that it exists? There's only one, yeah. Okay. There's only, as far as I know, there's only one Darwin Theory, and that is in downtown. And that uh, I would definitely recommend going there. But no, I showed up, and as I had talked about on the show on Wednesday, um, Gavin and Nate had been drinking. Um, because I didn't get in until like one thirty no. in the morning. I'm, I'm shocked. So I showed shocked. up at like one thirty. I take. I've never taken a cab from a from an airport to a bar. And that is what I ended up doing. So I'm like, take me to Darwin's Theory. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I get off. Apparently now I sound like Brian, too. And then... Uh, Did you become Brian? Maybe I became Brian. Yeah. yeah, and so went there and then proceeded to uh, start having a couple of drinks of my own. And the next day, that's when we went out on our Alaskan adventures. But maybe I can, I can talk about some of that stuff tomorrow. We can get into that stuff tomorrow. Yeah. I want to hear about your Alaskan adventures. Yeah. Oh, there's some... I, I got some tales. Mm. Yeah. All right. I didn't see any wild animals where I was. Did you see? Or are you going to make people wait? Did you see any? Uh, I did see wild animals. Yes. There, it's, there's a lot of that. I there saw a rattlesnake. 
I didn't see. Well, there's no rattlesnakes mm. up there. So. Yeah, that was scary because I was at the. We were at the swimming hole. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there. Fuck around with rattlesnakes. Yeah. No. And there were a bunch of dudes, and I'm, like someone's like, "Oh, rattlesnake!" And someone yelled, and then this uh, this dude who was there took this rock, and his aim was spot on. Like this rattlesnake was kind of slithering around, mm-hmm. and you know you have to kill it immediately because there were like <clears> children. <throat> there were tons of people around, and he took this rock and threw it, and it just went. And he got it perfectly, and it just lopped its head off. Wow. I was like, "That's impressive!" Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, that's the only. And then dangerous. like lots of deer. We used to but. carry uh, when we'd go out, like either camping or hunting or, or hiking, out in some of the the high desert areas outside of Susanville. Mm-hmm. You can you bring like whatever you're going to hunt with or target shoot or whatever with, but you would always bring. Uh, I had a 38, and the 38 was loaded. Um, you can buy these types of these thirty eight these rounds mm-hmm. where the the bullet is actually really minuscule pellets, mm. like tiny 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 pellets, like half the size like, of a grain of rice, like buckshot smaller buckshot, but, for it, a, for, but from your pistol, right? So as you're walking and you know a foot away, it's coming at you. Mm-hmm. You unload with the thirty eight, and it's tiny little buckshot. And it'll it'll take it out. Oh, weird! That sounds kind of like it would be fun to shoot. Yeah, it's it's a mini. Sh- it's not fun. Yeah. It no because it, it literally has a range of like five feet. Oh, gotcha. It's it is meant to if a snake is right there, mm-hmm. you shoot at it, and mm-hmm. the, and it's little tiny buckshot that kills it. Yeah, it was pretty scary to see a rattlesnake. I have to say, like, because I'm not you know growing up in the Northwest and not being in the desert area very much. Yeah. I don't think I can ever recall seeing a rattlesnake in life before. Yeah, and there it was yeah. just fearless, just slithering around. It's mm-hmm. even worse in Susanville because Susanville has copperheads, Ooh. which are almost as. Po- I mean, you'll still kill your ass dead if you're in the middle of the desert, and you have they have no rattle. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I could, yeah, that little like, yeah, sh- yeah. That was. Oh, weird. once you hear that, you never forget that. Sound. No, I, I totally heard it. I'm like, oh, in that's nature what sounds talking. like that round. Not even what you hear like in movies. Yeah, when you hear it in real life and it's echoing in the air, you never forget that sound mm. ever again. <laughs> Yep, you don't want to mess with that. Nope. Well, there we go. Not well, at all. So Country you, living. Yep. Yeah. So you fought off a snake. Fought off a snake, went, uh, shot some guns. Wait, shot did, you guys, uh, did you guys eat it? Uh, Brenda's brother ate it. Good for him. Yeah. I did. I did he did? He cooked to, it up? Yeah, he cooked Snake's it. Snake's good. Yeah. No, that's what everyone kept saying. Tastes like an uh, alligator. Oh, okay. Someone was saying that it tastes like reptile. chicken. Well, everyone says that. Everyone thinks, yeah. It has texture, texture of chicken, but then it's a... See, reptile has its own kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. It's close to like, uh, well, alligator. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, no, it's it has a chicken texture, but it has kind of a weird, like if you were to mix like a game animal that you've eaten, like mm-hmm. a, like an elk or a deer, and mix it with like a really th- heavy fish, that that's close to a rattlesnake. Okay. It's yeah. good. I mean, it's, it's meat. It's yeah, t- I didn't yeah. really want to eat a snake. <laughs> but uh, we did go shooting, got to shoot an AK-47, got to shoot some shotguns, nice. some pistols, got to shoot a Glock. Wow. So it was yeah. fun. Yeah, we set up all these targets and stuff. I mean, it was just the most, like, hillbilly. So no minorities there. It was all white people then. Keelan was there. Oh, Yeah. And then, like, for the first time ever, he was not the only black man there. There wow. was actually another group next to us, and they had a black man as well. <laughs> and then Keelan was <laughs> See like, that you guys got one, too. I know. I'm just like, Keelan, like, that's the first thing. Whenever Keelan got there, like, that's what everyone said to him. They're like, Keelan. He's like, yeah, I know, I know. I'm not the only black guy. I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> we just thought that we should let you know. <laughs> yeah, I rode like pickup. I rode the back of a pickup truck down around the canyon. Woo! Went shooting. Ate like barbecue. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Split my ear in half. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Don't mean to brag. Yeah. Oh. Could have cauterized it. Oh no. Yeah, you get a hot yeah. stick. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to hot stick my hot ear. Hot stick, or you can get like a nail because it's not a big wound. Yeah. Well, I do have a picture of pen, it. I'm gonna get in a pen knife. Yeah. And that, just get it red hot and 
sear both ends. I wonder, because people keep asking me for a picture. I don't want to post it publicly. No, don't do that. No, no, no. But I wonder if there's a place that we could put it that people could see it. We can put it in the archive if you're a subscriber. Okay. Yeah, because I have a picture of the next morning after it's cleaned. Yeah. It's really, I don't think. Yeah, I haven't even showed it. I don't to even you. know if I want to put that in the archive. To be honest, it. I'll see it. I'll look at yeah, it. Yeah, I know you want to. Uh, well, I used to watch medical shows with my mom. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really—it's not like an open wound. It's just like a, a cut. Like you can't. But tell. I hate any kind of wound pictures. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just not into. Like, oh. I, it's like I hate all the medical shows, and I cannot watch that stuff. It doesn't work for me. You hate Are you wound? always that way. What's that? Were you always that way? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that stuff uh, makes me pretty squeamish, too. But I if mean, it's like your ear, I guess it's different, because I'm like, it doesn't really gross me out. I mean, I know it looks gross, but it doesn't gross me out. I right? think a lot of it yeah. stems from cracking my head open four times when I was little, and there's a lot of blood every time, and then mm. giant needles and going to the hospital, and that sucks, Yeah, and it hurts. And so I think from then on, I just hated it. It was so rare that my mom took us to the hospital, because she yeah. had that massive first aid kit, and she just... Yeah, I mean, these were... she just fix it. Yeah, because we had every, like, the, so the, many first aid kits. Yeah. Like, might as well. No, these were stitches. Yeah. Like, I had to get stitches no, she's each time. That. Yeah. Well, I've had uh, I've had camping stitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lily was saying if we were close to a hospital, she's like, I probably would have made you get a couple stitches in that. But yeah. it's like, well, I have glue, so we're just going to stick them together. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, it, there we go. Yeah. There's the lesson. Don't... How uh, bad was yes. the headache a few hours later? Uh, well, I... I Stayed up for like a half hour and then went to bed. And then the next morning, it wasn't so much my headache as it just is like where I hit my head. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it isn't. And, and she said it was very surface, but it still really hurts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, I think, um, ladies and gentlemen, it is very hot here in Portland, Oregon. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. <sighs> I think we've, yeah. we've done some, but I do have a bunch of stuff that I want to talk about from Alaska. Yeah, and, and I have some stories tomorrow. and stuff that I pulled. And I'm, yeah. I, but we can start over again tomorrow. There was going to be a drive time today. There's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's already pushing 100 in here. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. still the cool time of day. Exactly. So uh, there will be no I'm, live drive time at the drive-in today. Yeah, we'll find one to replay. Yep. Yep. Uh, sorry, guys. I'll do The Hobbit next Monday. No, I won't. I'll be gone. Well, we'll figure. We'll figure. So, guys, you don't get a new drive time for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Maybe actually It'll be worth the wait. I'm going to suggest that they don't do a show today. That is going to be like the hottest part of the day, I think. I mean, yeah. we to explain to anybody who doesn't know, too, we have a studio in southeast Portland. Like, it's it's not in a house or anything. It's a nice studio, but everything's soundproofed, and there's we're, a lot of equipment that runs We're, in like, there. in the second floor. The building itself has a lot of sheet metal around it. Yeah. And this is a soundproof blackened room. So. So. It's warm. <laughs> yeah, we have five computers running right now, and we can't have air conditioning on during it. Yeah, because else it picks and it the up. The fan broke. Yeah, and the fan is broken. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's a little hot. So we're just yeah. Gonna so sorry, but that's why we don't mean to. Yeah, we just figure we'll we'll pull the cord and we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, send us an email: funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. Give us a call: five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Don't forget, if you're going to be picking up anything from Amazon, go to funemploymentradio dot com first and just click on that banner at the top of the page. It's one click. One click, extra click. click. That's it. Oh, that, but that's two clicks. Click. Yep, just click. Mm-hmm. No. Not click, click. Okay. Oh, um, all right. <laughs> all right. We've done enough for today. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You are awesome. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. Thank you. Listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.